0: I had attended a conference where I spoke to a group of people and afterwards, people were asking questions. During the break, there were so many questions that came up. One of which was, I am not a mom, but I have friends who are moms or I have a mom who is struggling or perhaps there's a neighbor or a co-worker who who is a mother. How do I support her? How do I help her? That question that came through In that discussion, and all these questions that I keep getting that are similar to this kind of question, they are just a portrayal of the beautiful heart that humankind has. This beautiful heart enables them to say, hey, I want to do something. How do I help? How do I support? That is something that we could share and talk a bit more in this episode of the Wellbeing for Mothers show. I am Dr. Denis, I'm the award-winning mom empowerment coach. I'm a family doctor, international speaker, and the best-selling author of the book. Every Mom is a Super Mom, and the host on the Wellbeing for Mothers show. This is where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly parts of motherhood and what we can do to enhance our well-being of mind, body, soul, and spirit. We all know that even though motherhood is a beautiful journey, it can be quite demanding. And many times mothers are stressed out, burnt out, and very exhausted. In that space, How do you support these mothers? First of all, sometimes when mothers are going through challenges, they don't tell anybody. They put a brave face on. So you might not be able to pick up on that. So I know people who are mothers whose mother or parents came, visited them, and they did not know they were struggling. Some friends of mothers don't know they're struggling. And sometimes, of course, your co-workers may not even have an idea that you're struggling. But everybody would recognize that at some point, you have this mother who was really all looking okay, and then suddenly she's really burnt out. And you wonder, does it happen suddenly? No, it's gradual. I remember when I was younger, I used to have this saying that the last straw that broke the camel's back. And I didn't quite understand it. There was a day I was speaking to my mother and that saying came up. And I asked her, I said, so mommy, the last straw that broke the camel's back, what kind of straw was it? it, Was it a heavy straw? And at that point, I was so young, I didn't know the difference between a straw like grass and a drinking straw. So I asked, was it this straw or that straw? And so my mother said, Do you know that that camel that was carrying this straw that broke its back was already carrying a lot of load before that straw broke it? It was then it dawned on me that many times you will see people going on, plowing through, keeping going. They are carrying load. They are going through challenges. And then something just makes it snap. I have been in that situation where it was just that one thing and it just broke my back. But in that brokenness, there I was struggling to cry for help because of course, like we know many times we as mothers don't call for help when we do need help because society has made it look as though if you call for help, you're weak. If you call for help, you're not good enough. If you call for help, oh gosh, uh, are you fit enough to be a mother? But the superpower we have that we should start tapping into is the ability to call for help. But there might be someone who is in our lives, either your spouse or a friend or colleague or even a stranger who would have that level of situational awareness That would enable them to perceive that you are struggling, you are having challenges. And because they can perceive it, they can offer help. So, how do we support other mothers? Whether you're a mother or you're not a mother, this is the episode for you. Mothers have so much to do, especially if maybe they're running a business or working, but they also know that they have a responsibility to take care of their children. Sometimes spending time with them, to listen to them, is enough, is enough to uplift their emotional well-being. Sometimes they just pour their hearts out, their hearts to you. And sometimes they don't even say anything in relation to the struggles they are having. But the fact that you're present, that in itself is a present to them. So be present for the mothers that you know. It could be presence with your time. It could be being present with perhaps a moment that you spend with them. Maybe if you are a boss, how much time do you spend with your colleagues, especially the ones that are mothers, to ask if they have any concerns, anything you could do to improve their ability to combine work and life? How many times do you hold a space for them? How many times do you put yourself in a position where you can allow them to be vulnerable without feeling that they're being judged? I know I mentioned bosses, but I'm also mentioning the spouses. Your spouse could be going through challenges, but because that space is not been held for her to feel able to voice out what she's going through, she feels unseen unheard and sometimes unloved think about it being present is one of the ways that you can support the mothers around you the second one is with your words i always have this thing that i say to mothers every mom is a super mom not because of the super things that she does but because of the super powers she possesses within and so even on those days when she's under the duvet she's crying She is a super mom. We need the reminder that you are super. We need that reminder that we are worthy. We are. Because when you constantly say to something, you're horrible, you're nasty, you're useless, it starts to believe it at some point. There was an experiment carried out where the two rice jars, so the first one, um, people were saying, nice things to it and you know saying oh gosh you look so beautiful wow look at how you're looking and it's great and the other one mean things were being said, you're horrible you're disgusting, what a horrible sight to look at and they kept saying these things day in and day out after some time, same amount of time, they brought these two jars out, the one that had nasty things being said to it was moldy, mucky Dirty, as in it was not a sight to behold. The other one, no, it was fine. They've also carried experiments like this with plants. And we see that the one that has been having negative words been spoken to it was looking like a dying or even a dead plant. And the one that was giving words of encouragement, of positivity, was blooming and thriving. That is the impact of words. What words are you saying to the mothers around you? Sometimes you will have someone say a word that just is that last straw that breaks the back of that mother, that makes that mother to feel she, I'm not good enough. And there are some words that will stop a mother from giving up and give her hope that today you're an amazing mother. And so if you're in that situation whereby you're hearing my voice and you're thinking, man, I'm going through a lot, how do I navigate this? My words to you is that you're amazing, you're great, you're doing a good job. You may have made mistakes, but don't we all make mistakes? Even with those mistakes, good will come through. Keep going, don't give up, you've got this. That's my reminder for you. And you can also remind other mothers as well, you've got this, keep going, we've got you. Words are so important. Now, the third one is actions. Actions are very important when it comes to getting things done. It's good to say, hey, you're doing good. Oh, I pray for you. But if you don't take actions, it's not useful in its fullest capacity. It said faith without works is dead. There was an example in scripture where they said, if you say to a man who is homeless, oh, be nice and warm. I pray that you will be nicely clothed and you walk past him. That is not the right way. What you will be doing or you should be doing is to say, yes, you can pray for this person. You can say positive words to this person. Why don't you give him a cloak? Give him a piece of clothing. You know he needs clothing. Give him footwear. You know he needs footwear. That act of charity, which sometimes they put forward as corporal works of mercy, feed the hungry, give water to the thirsty, um, clothe the naked shelter the homeless, help strangers, and the list goes on. We need to recognize that the acts that we put in place, they don't have to be mighty acts. They can make a huge difference. I recall when I was going through the challenging times in my life and I was waking up early, taking my children to nursery, coming back, to work, and I was working full time as a doctor in the hospital. And sometimes we'll have early morning rounds and we'll finish really late. So I finish and I run like a headless chicken to the nursery to pick up my children. Sometimes they were second to the last. Sometimes they were the last. I mean, there were sometimes I had to call and say to the owner, I'm on my way, I'm on my way, and I'm panting. And so one day the lady said to me, Doctor, I mean, I know you're very busy and I know that, you know, with going and coming, it can be a little bit of a challenge. Is it okay, since I'm coming to where you live, to please bring the children to you? Do you know when she suggested that, I, I burst into tears and all I could say was thank you. I never asked her. But she was able to have that situational awareness that this mother needed help. Until today, I still remember her for the good things she did for me. And so, you do not know what you will do for a mother, whether it's to watch her child while she's able to have a break, take a rest, have a cup of tea, whether it's to help her child with homework, whether it's to Help her with an activity she's struggling to understand because she's under so much stress. Whether it's to help her to say, you know what, why don't you have the afternoon off? And that doesn't count against her as, oh, she's struggling to cope. That deed of kindness that you can extend to her even if you do not know her. And the fourth one, which is so important, And this is usually for those who may not know the mother. Please, if you have nothing good to say, you have nothing good to do, please don't do something bad. Do not do something wrong. Okay? You know why? There was a day I was on a plane. I was coming back from holiday. And it was like a holiday retreat. I take retreats every now and again. But this particular holiday retreat was a very important one to me because it was like a new year in my life. And whenever I'm starting a new year in my life, what I tend to do is I go and reflect and, you know, just meditate and make plans and move ahead with the year. So on my way back, I was on the plane and there was a lady who was obviously struggling and she had a child who was crying on the plane. Now, we all know, I mean, people have gone for work or maybe business trips or even holidays, and they're all on the plane, and there's a child that is crying. This woman had tried everything. She brought water. She brought a snack. She brought a toy. She brought a dummy. I mean, seriously, she was feeling, she was almost as though she was just putting her hand into the sack, bringing something out. Oh, I don't want it. She goes back again. She she was not knowing what to do to keep this baby quiet. And there we had quite a few people giving her that bombastic side-eye look. Seriously, children have a special gift. (laughs) They know how to cry. Sometimes you might not be able to understand why they're crying. And people might say, but she's your child, you should understand what cry, which which cries hunger, which cries thirsty, which cries tired, which cries pain. It's easier said than done. I have to say it. It's easier said than done. When we all became mothers, nobody gave us a manual. And even though there are books coming up and down all around the place, no book is the one book that you can say, with this book, any child that comes your way. This is the best book for you to handle that motherhood journey with that child. Because even amongst our children, they're all different. What works for one will not work for the other. What appeals to one will not appeal to the other, even if they are twins. And so for that reason, many mothers are doing this trial and error. Okay, let me see it this way. I've tried this this way. Oh, something worked that time. And they're thinking at a thousand miles an hour. And so when people are judging them with their eyes or sometimes making snide comments, that's not helpful. So please, if you cannot help, please don't give those side comments. Please do not look at them in a way that they feel less than who they are. And so at that point, there were a few people, a couple of people, one was beside her and I was on the other side of the plane, but I was right, like it was just the aisle that was separating me from the lady. (laughs) And, um, as I turned to her and I said, you're doing a good job. And she said, thank you. I really needed to hear that right now. And that was just a word, a few words. And the lady beside her was trying to do stuff. And then I was doing, making funny faces to the daughter. Um, and it was just at the end of the day, this child calmed down and the baby finally slept. And then she just felt that kind of relief. You see, mothers, are going through quite a lot and when we have societal um, rules, norms, expectations that are making them feel like they're not good enough, at the point they start to believe they're not good enough. So you need a reminder, especially as a mother, and if you are a mom supporter, I have to say thank you so much for supporting us as mothers. We need it. It's not just Or when our children are young. Or we need it when our children are getting older. Even as they become adults, we still need mom supporters. So please, as a mom supporter, please continue to support us. These are some ways you can support us. These are ways that you can help us. Because this journey, it's not a very easy one. It's fulfilling though. And like I said, it takes a village to raise a child. But in this day and age, unfortunately, many times, there are many single mothers raising their children, and that is even harder than it was in the past. So please give us grace. Show compassion. Please don't judge us. Very important. Let's take care of ourselves. But as we're taking care of ourselves, let's extend that graciousness to others. So for all the moms and the all mom supporters around there, all those hearing my voice and those perhaps thinking how do I support a mom, please listen to this again, share this with other people and do something nice for a mom today.